forget how delicious Pearl is. Woo! Hello everybody and welcome back to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man that likes a good sausage. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? Uh, actually, I didn't get to, to taste the sausages on the weekend. That's true. You came too late. I, you were too I, busy I was, helping move house. Uh, I was there. In spirit. You know what, Turch? What? I, yes, I've got a fucking rant. But why did I just not decline? My father says we're moving. <laughs> I was going to say like moving the, house. The, the free barbecue that I was putting on. <laughs> and he's like, we're moving house. I need your help. Now I committed to this about you know a month ago or yeah, uh, yeah. six just... months ago. Never put it in my uh, six weeks ago. Never put it in my diary. Yeah. So you send this thing saying having a barbecue, and I'm like, great, perfect. I've got nothing on oh, my yeah. Sunday calendar. <laughs> I am good to go. And then of course. A couple of days before you barbecue, my dad's like, oh, don't forget about the moving on Sunday. And I was like, ah, fuck. I did notice that that was a little bit suspicious because you were like, I'm 100% in for a barbecue, can't wait. And then you're like, I'm helping my dad move. I'm like, oh, geez, someone's getting, someone either uh, has done something bad, has to make up for some 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 sort of activity that they've done. Or he, he they, helped me move to Ballarat. They committed... And okay. so I you know part of me goes, fuck, I owe a favor here. But he's also your dad. See, yeah. that's that's the yeah. clincher. He is that is the role of a parent to help out children. Uh-huh. Vice versa, there's a bit of a more leeway. I'm going, you're old enough and rich <laughs> enough to pay someone. Why are you not paying someone to do this? Did um was everything ready to be moved? This is this is the thing. Now, <laughs> Turch, if I said, Hey, Turch, I'm moving house, could you help me? Yeah. I would have everything like in a box when I ready moved to go. from Melbourne to Ballarat. Everything was in a box. Everything was ready to go yeah. when we turned up with the truck. I've, yeah, the truck is ready. So you just have to help me put everything onto the truck. Onto the truck. That's it. And so, then help up, take everything out of the truck and and put it in a position where it sort of belongs, and then fuck off. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to be turning up to my old man's house. Mm-hmm. Um. They're not completely moving everything out of their house because a decorator's coming in and, and yeah. putting some other, keeping some furniture. Some furniture's going into their house for when they put it on the market. Okay. So I'm like, it's not a complete move. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. 9.30, 9am is, is, is uh, be there at 9am. I was there at 9am, ready to rock and roll. My dad had went to go get the truck mm-hmm. and he went, he drove there and he forgot his fucking license. So he had to drive back and then go back again to get the truck. So it's now after 9.30. Okay. All right. Well, don't worry, Tish, because there's plenty of things to do. They haven't, they've hardly fucking packed. Uh, so you're not there to help move. You're help, there to help, help pack. Pack and move. And move. Which I'm going... I signed up for... I signed up for the, the moving, moving part. Yeah. And in my calculation, I was like, it'll be three hours-ish. Yeah. Right? So that Everything takes me... Everything on a truck. They don't have too much. I was like, let's, let's say it takes me to 1 p.m. Okay, four hours. I'd go back. I had clothes. I had to have a shower. Yeah. And then I was like, bam, I'll be at Turch's house. I'll be at your house. 2.30, 3 o'clock. 2.30, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock at the latest. Yeah. 
Uh, he was all packing boxes. Well, oh, yeah. I was still all the boxes. good crockery <laughs> and, and the and uh, then and then do they pack clothes? I always find that's the most obnoxious one. Those clothes when I moved from my parents' house into this place here, I grabbed all my clothes. I put I put down the seats in my car. Mm-hmm. I put all my clothes and I just laid them in my. On the coat hanger, and when I got here, I picked them all up and I just shoved them straight I, onto I the. Got to, I got to the point because they've still got another week to sort of get their shit out. I was like, "That can go on a car. That can go on a car. That can't go on a car." All right, we're moving it into the truck. Apparently, Oprah was there. <laughs> you can put put that in a car, and you can put that in a car, and you can. <laughs> I was just like, "I've got shit to do. I've got a barbecue to go do." Oh, you can't. You gotta love parents. Mm. See, my mum, parent, had- and then a stepmum. Yeah, who yeah. who at the other house wanted to start decorating and having everything in the right position, and I was like, "Fuck that! No, I don't care where the couch no. is facing. The couch goes in this room. Done. As long as you get it in there, they yeah. can like rearrange, rearrange it the way." Yeah. See, my mum is the complete opposite. Like, if people if people go, "We're helping you move," like if my mum goes, "Oh, we're gonna help me move." It's like, yeah, I'll get there, and they'll just be like. Oh, you just had to put this one box on the, the truck. Like, what do you mean? I was going to do other things. Oh no, I've, I've organised that. I moved it myself. Mum, you're a, you're a four foot eleven woman. <laughs> How did you move it? I want that mum. I, I, I. Yeah, my mum is your anyway, mum. Anyway, you can have. You, my mum has adopted you. <laughs> Excellent. He's like, oh, he's a doctor. That's what I wanted. <laughs> my disappointing children yeah, that's haven't right. lived up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I told them, I was very adamant, very clear, this is the last move ever. Yeah. I am not helping with any... Yeah, that's I'm, it. I was like, the favour from my move to Ballarat has been paid. Paid. Debt paid. Debt is paid. Yep. That is it. No yep. more. I'm not helping. No, one more move, shipping them into the retirement home and taking over their house. Sh- shit, yep, correct. And then when they die, taking the Bromleys and all the expensive shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You're not even going to lift the coffin. over <laughs> 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 the grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, be too old by then, too. That's true. That's yeah. true. You'll be in an A-frame walker and, yeah. <laughs> and a uh, metal hip. Mm. Metal hip. Well, speaking of old people, it's my, it was my dad's birthday last week. Yeah, it was. And I fucking love my dad. Yeah, oh, he's great. And he's like, we're going to. You are a mini version of your father. I, mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. We. And the worst thing is. When we get together, we just feed off each other's energy so yeah, much, yeah. and suddenly there's just two drunk, <laughs> drunk guys egging each other on to drink more. It's great. I love it. It's it's amazing. So Dad goes, "We're going to this basically American style sports bar in Bandura mm-hmm. for for dinner." Oh, cool. And I said, "That's pretty great." And he goes, "Yeah, I've heard they have really good ribs." <laughs> oh, wow. a good man. What a man. So we get there. You know, we're by, uh, we're, we're, we're like, oh, very excited. Dad's like, I've heard the ribs are really good. We order us uh, uh, a, a pitcher of, uh, what's it called, Boston Lager? No, no, um, Brooklyn Lager. Brooklyn Lager. A pitcher of Brooklyn yeah, Lager. Yeah, so it's like 1.7 litres. Uh-huh. It's like a big. Yeah. I've never heard that word, pitcher. Yeah, yeah. And then... 1.7 litres? Yeah, it was massive. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You know, milk comes in two litre cups. Yeah, I know. It's like two like litres of milk. Two li- it's, uh, you Holy know, you, I think, a, I think like, uh, this is what I mean, like a uh, a jug is like just over a litre. Yeah. This was 1.7. They filled it right Whoa. to the top. So they gave us, instead of pot glasses, they gave us um, uh, 
Schooner glasses. Schooner glasses. It was like four, and we, we poured three, and I'm like, wait a second, I've still got like a, a beer and a half left in the pitcher. Mm. It was pretty great. I had a great time. But this was the bit where we're all sitting there, sitting there at the restaurant, and then they go, we go, oh, we'd like to order, you know, can we have the menus? Mm-hmm. And this is when this uh, is when things turn take a turn. Is this for, a place they don't have menus? This is, takes a turn for the worst. They go, "Oh, all you have to do, sir, is QR code our menu." Oh no! And you just oh, sit there no. like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no, I'm not in." And my dad goes, this is, "And this, <laughs> this is classic boomer. Didn't bring my glasses. <laughs> Could someone read the menu to me?" <laughs> Ah, oh, fucking hell! So you knew you wanted ribs, <laughs> and the and I go to the guy. Can can we? Is do you have any regular menus? And he goes, Yeah, I've got a few. I'm like, Great! So he actually brings out the regular menus. I feel like in some the whole point of going to a restaurant, yeah, is 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 the service. Part of it is the service, yes. and then not having to fucking. But the problem with the QR coding. Is they want your email address and they want to send you special offers and and they want to do all of that. You know what it is as well. Uh, you have to set up your credit card details and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff too. Mm-hmm. So let's say we all go to like go out as a family for dinner. That means you have to do it on your dad or your mum's phone. Yeah, because they're the one paying. Yeah. So. Suddenly, you have the phone. You're ordering for people, yeah. Putting in and then giving it back to them to have them hold the phone out really far away with their glasses <laughs> on to punch in their credit card details to pay for a meal. Uh... When the whole system pre-COVID see, 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 was fantastic. I don't mind the QR code when you and I and a whole bunch of our mates we go to a pub. Yeah, and is you're buying individual meals. Yeah. For, for 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 yourself or maybe you and one other person, and you go, I'll get this it round. Works. It works. Works great. When you got like, I'm going. When I know my fa- father's paying for it, I yeah. don't want to see a QR <laughs> no, code. Just, I don't yeah. want to have to scroll through my phone like you know, like I'm at <laughs> home on Uber Eats. You know, I just want no, no. I want a menu. I want the menu. I want to. I don't want to. I think. Do you remember as you like when you were a kid and you go to restaurants like Chinese restaurants? Yeah, and they have pictures of the food. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's great. And as you get older, you go, the places with the pictures of food in the menu are bad. Right. Most of them are, yes. Yeah. I would agree with yeah. that. But, you go to but, an Italian place, I've I got a picture of spaghetti place, and bolognese next to the word spaghetti I have bolognese. a place in the city yeah. where I'm pretty much, it's it's delicious, it's fantastic. I'm pretty sure no one speaks English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they have pictures. But let's see, fantastic. if you go to an Italian place yeah. and they have a picture of a spaghetti bolognese, oh, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out, out of there. there. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like we we got moved to, into society. It needs to say antipasta, even though I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know. I know to order it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it it's one of those things. Like, okay, I know. There's a picture of the food that I want. It's don't go there. And now we've converted. We've done 180. It's like, I need a photo of it on my phone to order. Because every time you go to one of these QR code restaurants, they always have a picture of what you are going to get next to... Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is not right. I need... I need... I, need, I don't care if it's a laminated piece of paper. I went to a very... Like last week, I went to a very fancy um, restaurant. Which is fucking hilarious. I should have known. I was catching up with one of my old psych friends. She's very 
her casual wear is what I would call very sophisticated and fancy, right? Mm-hmm. And we're catching up for lunch. And luckily, I didn't wear my fucking hoodie. I I, I was a little <laughs> bit more dressed up than that. And we go, anyway, we go into this re- a really fucking nice restaurant. Yeah. It was Italian. Yeah. And I'm reading words on the page going, I have not comprehended <laughs> or understood. I'm amazed I didn't get a call. <laughs> any, any of these things. I like... Because I swear half of it was in Italian as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Or they're talking about Italian ingredients. And I was like, duck. I understand duck. I'm getting the duck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed I didn't get a call. Yeah. To be honest. I've, I, you've called me where you asked where the lemon, uh, where the bitters were in the supermarket. <laughs> I, I, have, I have. I also told her, because she's Italian, I also go, Maron. <laughs> and she's like, I've never heard that nah, word before. No, it's very, it's Madonna. But it's like, Madon. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a slang. I was probably saying it like, you know, an Aussie saying, Bonjour. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. But yeah, I I don't understand the QR code. That's that's been my big thing. Here, here's another one for you. Jess has been organising some doctor's appointments mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and you know she has certain days. You know she doesn't. She she works weekends. Yeah, and everyone works nine to five. She runs her own business, so she's can only really have doctor's appointments on certain days. So out of two of the five days of the working week, Monday to Friday, she can have doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. That won't affect her work work schedule or anything like that or her business and she'll still be able to get the doctor's appointments. It's very imperative that she get these doctor's appointments, right? So she calls up. One doctor said, you've got to get these, this appointment to see this other doctor. I don't know. She calls up the place. Do you ever think the doctor thing is a scam? You know, I refer you to this guy, and then they get a little bit under yeah, the table. Well, you know, you know it's, it's suspicious, isn't it? They, they, they don't actually know what they're doing. Yeah. They're just like, another guy might. <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem is they're so highly specialized yeah. in one tiny thing yeah. that as soon as sorry, it's outside sorry. of that. I only do uh, the toe next to the little toe <laughs> <laughs> on the right foot yeah, on the right foot it's not for me that's uh, a completely different animal uh so she calls up this other doctor's place and she goes hi i'd like to make an appointment very easy sort of thing and they go great when are you available another perfect exchange so far she goes any day any time on either a monday or a thursday again Wide open. Two of the five days in a week. Mm-hmm. And they go, sorry, we don't <laughs> work those days. <laughs> or we, we don't have any appointments on those days. And Church, most doctors don't work five days a week. But it's a clinic <laughs> that specializes in the thing that Jess needs to go see it about. Uh-huh. And Jess is sitting there going, what do you mean you don't have any appointments ever? On, on, on or Monday or a Thursday. These appointments are half an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, even if they have one doctor on, they can fit in half an hour, even give him a, an hour lunch. You can fit in 14 appointments mm-hmm. each day. So out of 28 potential appointments, even in the week after. So now you have a choice of, uh, what's that, f- 56 appointments. Mm-hmm. You don't even have one. Right, no, yeah. because we don't work Mondays or Thursdays. <laughs> Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, three. <laughs> and just yeah, try to. What about Friday? No, 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 no Fridays either. It's like wait a minute. <laughs> what days what? do you? you <laughs> when do you have time? 
that she got an appointment. But I don't. I. I understand that the healthcare system is not good here in the state of Victoria because of Daniel Andrews, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the Labour Party, Liberal Party, or whatever they've done about cutting. I don't know. All I know is that when you, all these specialists don't work enough. No, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> these special number one, these specialists don't need to work five days a week. Mm-mm. Cut their salary and, and say <laughs> you're gonna work. You want to make five hundred k a year. You're gonna work five days a week. You know how many of my psych friends work five days a week? Not enough. None. <laughs> None work five days a week. See, this is why <laughs> Medicare. Yeah, is actually a pain to the Australian public because let's just say they go, okay, we're gonna give. You pay into the Medicare system, but you need this specialist. We're going to pay, like, let's say the specialist charges $1,000 to go see them, but we're going to pay $800. Well, the the specialist is now going to go, well, I should make $1,000 per thing, but if the people are already getting $800 of it covered, I'll just jack up my price to $1,800. Yeah, and I, they're I, still paying a thousand, and the Medicare's paying eight hundred. And so, if the Medicare goes up, he just goes, "Oh, it's up two hundred dollars. Now it's a two thousand dollars to see me." Turch, I, I just don't understand what the problem is. This just seems like a legitimate system for these doctors to not have to work five days a week. Yeah, well, you know, so <laughs> cut out the Medicare and make them work five days a week. You know, you should enter politics, my friend. Our doctors wouldn't like me. Teachers wouldn't like me either. You know, oh, we only work 180 days in the year. Is that all they do? Well, they they get like six weeks off over Christmas and that, yeah. and then they get two, four, three sets of school holidays of three week of two weeks. Hmm. So that's another six. That's 12 weeks off. Hmm. They don't work weekends. Cut out five days of public holidays. Oh, yeah, the public holidays. Yeah. So there you go. How many uh, how many days a week are in a in a in a year? I can't I can't do the math. There's 365 but, days. Yeah, in Yeah, no, year but too. only uh, okay. So two <laughs> only 260 are working days. Uh huh. But if I get rid of 12 weeks of leave, 52 minus was, was that 12, getting rid of your uh, four weeks of annual leave? No, nah, no, but th- they count that as part of school holidays. Okay, uh, right. so they go 40 weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna do 38 because I'm gonna go. They got they got to take some sick leave. Mm-hmm. Some public holidays. So thirty-eight times um, five days a week is one hundred and ninety days. Mm. At best, they're working one hundred and ninety days. Mm. We're working too much. We're working too much, and they're complaining they're not getting paid enough, or they do too much work. Yeah, because you have brought into a system that you have to put in one hundred ninety days and two hundred and sixty. <laughs> How many days do we work? Oh, what was it? 50? 40? Or day 48. Day 48, yeah. By uh, five, 240. So they have to, they've got 50 less days of actual work. But that's why they're complaining because they have to fit 50 extra days into those 190. Mmm. So, so this is very. Either, and, and just hang on, let's, while we're there, a specialist works three days a week. For about twelve weeks a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they got to. You got to remember, they got to go on a lot of holidays, well, and they haven't been on holidays of all of COVID. Well, so yeah. they got a lot of travelling to catch up on. Well, you know, someone's got to get the the sailboat from <laughs> Australia <laughs> to New Zealand. 
Uh, I got uh, I got one more. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, then we can do some news. It's middle of the year. Yeah. Fat people. What? Middle. Of, well, <laughs> so we can always talk about fat people. I got no fat people this time, but uh-huh. next time we'll do a whole segment on fat people. You find some fat people to talk about. All right. All right. Uh, actually, f- watching fat people pretend to exercise on social media is probably my favorite thing to do. Because <laughs> they always like, I got new workout gear, and then you just and you can obviously just say like. See them like they've only lifted that weight once or twice just for the video and the lap pull down once uh-huh, or twice. Uh-huh. And then they're like running on like a treadmill. They're not sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. fat people sweat instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the middle of the year. Mm. And I don't know how it is at your work, but we have two cycles for professional development. One start of the year uh-huh. and, and one, one in the, the middle, middle of the year. year. Right. It's middle of the year. At the end of financial year stuff, I'm trying to get real work done, and the boss goes, "Oh, yeah, the whole like n- not my boss, but the, the, bo- everyone's boss goes, oh, you have to get all your professional uh, professional development written, you know, evaluation stuff done uh, by the fifteenth." <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Okay, so you want me to not work?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's your boss's boss's KPI yeah. that this gets. Done. I know, I know, yeah. and then like my boss is just like, ah, uh, no, we've got to do real work. <laughs> like, we've got annual reports, shit to to work out and data to run and this and that. So I've just had to complete that recently, and I, I'm just like, I feel you. I can't. I feel I, you. If your your boss should know you well enough uh-huh. that have you met your KPI it should be a yes no. Yeah. I, I've had to write about 2,000 words mm-hmm. on my professional development. That's taken me three days. Wow. You know. Wow. Um, Tetch. That's, that's all I've been doing. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad government employees are working out. I've actually got another rant because I've got an email. I've got a very, well, we go. got a very serious email sent to me. Uh, and, and to my colleagues as well. None of us have done the ITS security training. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Because ITS have been sending to the whole organization to do do this training. I delete the emails because I just think they're scam. Yeah, it sounds right. So I delete. Anyway, so our boss sends out an email to everyone. No one in the psychology department has completed (laughs) the training. (laughs) The training needs to be completed. I go, right, fine. I'll, I'll do this this morning. I... I go on, and they're, they're videos. I've got to watch videos. Oh, that's, they're the worst kind of and training. And I'm like, I'm like, I've got this, Tetch. I've got this. I'm just going to scrub till the end. Generally, there's some kind of quiz, and yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll probably get 80% and, and carry on. Uh, it's one of those quizzes that you can take again and again. They don't change the questions, <laughs> yeah, and they tell you the answer straight away. So you just do they're it one of those quizzes. First time I get it, 10%. Next time, 100 <laughs> Oh, wow, really improved. <laughs> they're, they're one of those quizzes. If you actually got it wrong, you should be fired. From the organization. <laughs> so I, I scrub away. I've got this. And I click, yep, finished watching it. I was like, yes, I have. I have finished watching it. Confirm. And it goes, you have only watched 30 seconds of the video. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch the entire video for this to be completed. <laughs> I was like, no. Oh, well, let's just do Even the- worse. Yeah. So then I clicked play, turned mute, like on. And close the browser. Oh, no. It's pause the video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the fucking browser needs to be open. 
<laughs> I um I've been ha- I've had to do some training like that and watching videos and I was watching them and it was really slow and then I saw in the corner it said you could increase the speed of oh. the videos. I'm like great, I put it on two times speed, made the videos infinitely more watchable. Mm-hmm. So instead of being like, and welcome to the session. <laughs> We're going to just click on this now. And I was like, welcome to the session. We're going to click on this now. Click. Okay, now move this. Click. And that's how you do this. I'm like, great. Instead of a five-minute video, it's two and a half. Moving along. Actually watchable. And then I moved up to the next training course, you know. And suddenly the videos were in a different media player. And that media player didn't have speed it up. Oh, <laughs> and I'm no. like, why (laughs) wait a minute so you got to train two training courses by the same company and you use two different media players as well (laughs) what sort of idiot does that oh we're gonna use java here and this one here we're gonna use real player (laughs) like why (laughs) just just use youtube like everybody else does Oh, so stupid. Uh, uh, MS Teams is down today, worldwide. Was it? It worked fine for me. Everyone annoyingly called me. Really? Oh. It was working fine until about midday. No, it was great. And then there was a worldwide outage. And a trading session online. Hmm. Interesting, because um, Niall and Blaine, housemates, also couldn't do their job this afternoon. So, oh, what a busy, productive <laughs> afternoon for you guys. <laughs> You got some news for us, Kieran? I um, I sure do. What do you feel like, Titch? What do you feel like? Um, I feel like some comedy. All right. So I got some news from Australia. Uh, Australian news? No, I don't. Have oh, any well, Australian give us some American news. news. I guarantee there's going to be some American news in there. Oh, there's absolutely some American news. Um, all right, I'll go international, Titch. Okay. I'll go international. Uh, U.S. troops in Germany banned from alcohol after scooter incidents. <laughs> Great. Um, when the U.S. Army moved into Darwin, oh, was this like a decade ago? My sister was in the army as well. <laughs> they also had to ban the U.S. troops from drinking. Yeah. Because basically, you know, when America moves in, like Darwin, I don't know what what's what's one of the town like ten thousand people. Mm. And then, like, there's, like, 8,000 army troops that turn up and just fucking, like, nightlife just became, like, American civilization. Yeah. A U.S. Army brigade in Germany has been confined to its base during evenings and temporarily banned from consuming alcohol after five troops were charged with driving scooters under the influence. All five soldiers were together on the July 4th weekend. Oh, there you go. (laughs) No, it's illegal to. No, you can't drink and ride a bike. Yes, it's a, or a, if you can ride it on the road, scooter. If you can ride it on the road and you're intoxicated, it's like the same as a car. Hmm. Okay, I I went to Oktoberfest a couple of years back. Yeah, and it was our first sort of proper day sitting there at Oktoberfest, and we're drinking. Stein's a beer, as you do. Yeah. That's all you can really... It's all you can order. You can't order a smaller beer than a Stein. So not a pitcher, a Stein. Stein, yeah. Liter. In the big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're sitting next to some Americans. And uh, they say, oh, you know, we've been here for about, you know, an hour, two hours or something. They're chatting to them about American stuff. And they're like, oh, it's really exciting here because, you know, the drinking age is like so young here. You know, it's like you can drink you can drink beer in Germany like at sixteen, mm. and wine too. 
and hard liquor, but you can't mix it uh, until you're like 20 something. But by then everyone's like, I just drink beer. Mm. I'm a normal human, you know? And we're like, oh yeah, well, you know, Australia's 18, but we're a bit more, everyone drinks beer like 16. Yeah. And These guys are between 16 and 23, yeah. 4, 5. You get your fair share of yeah, alcohol. Yeah. And we're just trying to explain it to them. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we're drinking a lot here. And we're like, oh, really? Like, yeah, we've been here for like two, two and like this stage, like two and a half, three hours. And we've nearly finished this one stop, one, uh, stein. one stein of beer. And Jess and I and her brother look at each other because we're on our fourth. <laughs> <laughs> we've been there for like five hours. And then Bailey, just who's Jess's brother, we just finished ours and we're like, we're done. Like, we've got four in us. Bailey goes, one second, orders another one, and in front of those Americans, he goes, hey, look at this. It goes, rock, 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 all the way down. It goes, done. And we walk away. These Americans had no fucking idea. And they drink that light beer. I had a cause. What is it with the light beer? It's meant to be like low carb. Oh, so it's not reduced alcohol? No, no. Oh, I don't right. think so. Because I had a. Because that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking reduced I did have, alcohol. I remember we went to the ice hockey. I had a yeah. cause light. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this would be great. And then I had it and I was, it, was, it tasted like crap. But it was. It said light on it, but it was like 1.2, 1.3, standard, pretty normal. Mm. But it was light in carbohydrates. I see. Well, just to remind everyone. The Melbourne Ice versus the Melbourne Mustangs, who won 4 0 last time they played the Melbourne Ice, are playing this weekend. I know, you're, you're very excited. And to as a Stang supporter. As a Stang supporter. So you didn't even get a photo with the horse. <laughs> I expect you to get a photo with the Mustang uh, in the next game. Yeah, okay. Challenge accepted. Excellent. Um, go Mustangs. I'm an Ice man myself. Why did you go Ice? Because, you know, a really good friend. Mm hmm. Took us to the ice hockey. He did. Well, we paid for our own tickets, so... I know, but, you know, he's like, hey, come and join me. He wanted me. to share the moment yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to share it. And now he, I'm like, well, who do you go for? I don't have a team. And he goes, I go for Melbourne Ice. I'm like, great, perfect. Me and you, we'll go for them together. But he takes us to the away game. Well, it's only they, because... They were away. It's only because he's got tickets, yeah. season tickets. Yeah, they yeah. weren't. It wasn't the home game. See, I like to go for the home team, Turch. Oh, lucky that you go for Melbourne City then. That's the right team. And and because I was at the home game, I went for the Mustangs. I'm very proud of you. I'm sure that's... Actually, I went for the Mustangs out of spite. You did. (laughs) You went there and the next thing I see is you've got a a baseball cap on. I was like, ah, and everyone's like... God, Kieran, why? What are you doing? <laughs> just, just, uh, you know, yeah, time for chili. Like, you know, what are you doing there? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but going back to the Americans yeah. drinking, they, I don't think that they, like, Americans need drinking games to drink. Yeah. Whereas Australia is just like, just it's called just drink, drink. Dr- it's, uh, drinking beers. Yeah. Like, every time Australians try to play drinking games, it just ends up being like, ah. Like, we always, at New Year's, try to do beer pong. Oh, we, yeah. And it lasts it, a game. <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's a, a lot of work. At last, it's a lot of work. It's just it, much easier to shit, it, talk shit you and know drink. What, you know why I think it's bad for us? Because we, it's like, beer pong for them, they fill up with beer. Yeah. 
And we, <laughs> we go hunt the car. <laughs> <laughs> we just go, nah, nah, nah. If we're going to play, let's fucking play. I think you and I played beer pong and the 10 cups were filled with double shots of Jack Daniels. Yeah. And we, I, I, I can't even remember who won. I just, I don't think I just everyone remember going, going, well, why would I pour beer in here? Yeah. I'm here to get shit faced. I'm not here to drink beer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's fill it up with liquor. That was that year I bought the two litre bottle of mm-hmm. Jack Daniels and we're just like, woohoo! <laughs> here we go. Thank Costco. Yeah, no, that got wild very quickly. Oh, well, we're, a different, we're a different breed here in Australia. Maybe if we played it with the light beer. Maybe that's what it is. Because I'm. Like Maybe we need to find some Americans to play beer pong with. We should get that, some of our American fan, like other podcasts, uh-huh. and meet up with them eventually. Yeah, absolutely. In the meantime, we'll do virtual pong, virtual, virtual beer pong. <laughs> uh, here we go, Kieran. Uh, price of meat very high at the moment. It was getting higher. Yeah. Uh, there's food shortages around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, potato prices going up. Lettuce yep. in Australia skyrocketing. Uh, my nonno's been growing money basically. Mm-hmm. You know, mainly because he keeps his cash in there. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Um, what does the Muslim world think of this pandemic? Ooh. Let's have a look. Award-winning imam blames women's expo- exposed thighs for soaring meat prices. <laughs> <laughs> an award-winning imam. <laughs> Wait, how can an uh, imam be award-winning? <laughs> an award-winning imam... <laughs> In Muslim-majority Kyrgyzstan has blamed women's lives for the skyrocketing prices of meat in the country. He said that women have cheapened them, their thighs, by showing off too much skin. He said in a program, Do you know when meat prices go up in your town? It goes up when women's flesh cheapens. And women's meat becomes cheap when she bears skin and exposes their thighs like thumbs. He's a 53-year-old award-winning cleric who formerly served as the president of an Islamic university and urged senior men to bring back, uh, bringing an end to the shame and prohibit women from wearing scantily, like scantily attire. So he's a, he's a university lecturer or ex lecturer. <laughs> and he's coming on TV and said, bitches got to cover up. So we get that. I, this, we're going to get some halal <laughs> chicken. We're going to get the prices down. I'm just thinking I could call you award-winning uh, podcaster, Turch, who once studied to become a doctor because you probably studied biology in high school. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not right either. <laughs> I did chemistry once. I poured, I poured some stuff in test tubes. Oh. All right. Award-winning podcaster, Turch. I split an atom. Is that the- <laughs> it's not a good thing, though. <laughs> Who's on track to win a Nobel Prize. Well, you know. <laughs> Look, if Obama can win one for blowing all those a- Arabs up, I think I can win one. <laughs> yeah. Trump brought peace to the fucking uh, Korean coast. What's that called? Um, South China Sea. Yeah. And he didn't get a peace prize, but Obama bombs the shit out of all these... Uh, wedding but Obama the- bought peace to the United States. Did he? Look, Church, don't don't question my facts. Number I- one, I'm the award-winning I writer here that's going to win a Nobel Prize, not you. <laughs> I was. You not- said it, not me. Yeah, but I was not ready for a follow-up. <laughs> uh, you got some more news for us, Kieran. <laughs> why? Why follow up facts? Uh, 
What have you got for us? A Colorado Springs man has successfully pushed a peanut all the way to the summit of Pikes Peak with his nose. <laughs> Is he the first person to do this? No. <laughs> Is he the second or third? No, he is the fourth person to do this. Why is this news? <laughs> Why are we celebrating the fourth person? A man walks on the moon again, like you guess. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember? I think I bought into an old episode ages ago. I talked about it. How the more pre-rec, like, uh, like pre-words you have before your actual achievement, yeah. it means less. Uh-huh. That's like the first. A uh, woman over 50 <laughs> who's also a lesbian in space. It's like, okay, first woman in space, first person in space, amazing. Yeah. First woman in space, amazing. First woman over 50, is, okay, yeah. Yeah. First woman, first w- lesbian woman, like, I don't know, that, that sounds like <laughs> you're grasping at straws there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like them turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Salem, 53, reached the top of Pike's Peak Friday morning. He broke the previous verified record for the feat, completing the arduous task in seven days. Oh. The record was eight. He is the fourth person to summon America's mountain this way. The attempt comes as part of some kind of 150th birthday celebrations. Hey, how cool is that? You know what? There, recently, I watched a video. Um... There's the contraption that he's wearing. That doesn't count. To push the peanut up with his nose. I just watched a video recently um, by this guy on YouTube who does videos about video game speedruns. Right? Video game speedruns. So, like, people try to finish a video game as fast as possible within certain parameters. Yeah, yeah. They're called nerds. They're called nerds, yeah. yeah. And one of the games is Mario, Super Mario 64, like on mm-hmm. the old Nintendo 64. Yeah. Cheats or no cheats? No cheats. No like, cheats. you know, like sometimes they can use like clipping through walls and tricks, and, but there's like ones that, you know, you just have to play the game as it is. So you're not doing Rainbow Road where you go down that little no, you can. hill thing and then Some you, of them you, you can. jump over. It depends on the categories. They have okay. all these categories, right. right? It's actually quite interesting because, you know, seeing people break games is pretty, pretty mm. interesting, right? And recently, someone completed Super Mario 64, collected all 120 stars, mm-hmm. blindfolded. And it took them like seven or eight days. Wow. And I'm just sitting there going, fucking hell. Like, if he, we could only harness this stupidity. <laughs> like, you know, this into anything else. Hang on, I've got to go back. You had to collect stars? It, it's in the video game. I did not know that. Okay. Well, it's in this video game. Right. right? And so, okay, so you're going to collect, like, all the stars, do all the activities in the in the game. But, like, he did a blindfold. It took him, like, seven days. And I'm like, you could be doing anything else. Like, why, why is that an accomplishment you felt like? That's the. It's the same as this guy pushing a peanut up a hill with his nose. And being the fourth person. Yeah. At least... The video game, like people are sort of into video games. Is there a competitive pushing peanuts up hills with noses scene that I'm I no, don't know about? Like there's big conferences about video games every year. Mm. 
Like, there's you no... want the pushing a pin up up a hill conference. <laughs> See, it's I, that... I, I hear you, Church. I hear you. Like, is As that... CEO, like... I will send you there because you are about to win a Nobel Prize. <laughs> That's so good. Like, they have like big video game conferences, right? Mm. Oh, I've, be- I've been to one. Yeah, there you go. I, am I going ever again? No. Yeah. At, but I least... saw too many clients. <laughs> uh, and it was, it, but do, is there like a, a like a food conference, and then it's like a food vendor, like we've got ooh new spicy roasted peanuts. We do something with walnuts here, and then in the corner, guys, <laughs> mountain peanuts, <laughs> mountain peanuts, guys. So, so what are you doing here? Well, actually, I'm really promoting the art of pushing a peanut up. A hill with the notes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. And, security, and, security. <laughs> and this peanut, if you look at the shape of it, is really conducive to the, the lack of friction and, and, and you know, roll. Very and aerodynamic. We yeah. test peanuts prior to going up hills. Uh, this one and looks like, and it's durable. And you know what? This one looks like the leader. <laughs> <laughs> There's another lima bean that looks like the leader. Le- leader beans. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Kieran, speaking of things that look like things, uh-huh. <laughs> people who look like things, <laughs> uh, uh, whim- woman, 23, buys sex doll for her husband that looks just like her. Pretty sure the husband will want something that doesn't look like her. <laughs> well, this is the interesting <laughs> thing. Like, There's a lot of questions that I have, right? So, she goes... Basically, I won't go through the whole article, but we'll have a look at it, the picture, because that's okay. the important part of this. She says that sometimes her husband's in the mood and she's not. And he's like, well, how about you just, instead of masturbating, why don't you fuck something that looks like me? So she spent two, three, four K on this sex doll that is meant to look like her. Mm-hmm. Now, it says a lot about your relationship. It if, does. Uh, number one. But two... And we're going to look at the doll and we're going to notice some differences between the actual woman and the actual doll. And you tell me. Do you reckon they're going to be divorced in a couple of years? I feel like so. Yeah. I feel like so. So here we go. Okay. So here's the picture. So here's the woman. Right. And here's the doll. They're next to mm-hmm. Next to her. Here we go. Well, her. Uh... <laughs> now, there's definitely one thing the doll has over the woman. Oh, the boobs. Oh, the boobs. The boobs. The, the yeah. woman is maybe a B cup. Maybe. Mm-hmm. The doll is definitely double D, double D maybe yeah, an yeah. E cup uh, over here. So there. Uh, here we go. So she, she purchased off for $2,600. Um, but yeah, look, look at that. Like, look at this happy. <laughs> look at that cleavage on that doll. Like, it's bigger than her head. And I'm going to put it out there. The doll's face. I think the guy would also like to get head from the doll because those lips. Yeah, very, I was going to say, like, just the face, right? Mm. Back back and forth. If you look side by side, the doll's face is better than the woman's. Yeah, agree. You know, this woman is... Like, and it doesn't talk either. So, <laughs> yeah. Look how happy he is. This man has got it all sorted out. Wow. There you go. Uh, when you... Dee is not involved in Callum and Char's sex life, she waits patiently for them in the studio. So Dee's the doll's name. <laughs> We'd never put <laughs> Shut up, bird. <laughs> we yeah, we never put her away in the cupboard. <laughs> so I think she's like an OnlyFans chick as well, which is really weird. Um, look here, she's 
Uh, yeah, couple who's earning a living off OnlyFans can earn up to uh, $122,000 uh, a month. Uh, they even made $17,500 in a single day. So she's already a prostitute. <laughs> and he, to satisfy his need, he and they fuck on camera for people. Yeah, yeah. And it, he needs more than that. People have got to stop paying for sex. But anyway, sorry, people have got to stop paying for porn. That is just If you're paying for a random I think if you buy a subscription to a porn mm. site. Like OnlyFans. Yeah, if you're or... like like a Netflix version, like, you know, mm, mm, mm. of of porn. Of like, whatever, yeah. Like yeah. a Pornhub account or something. Understandable. Wide selection. Various topics, all that sort of stuff. And you can move, but it's all free anyway. Exactly, mostly free. Yeah. Uh, but if you're buying a subscription to a single woman who you are not having sex with, I think that you should not be able to have money. <laughs> I think that person should be able to extract all the money they can from you. No, no, because hot... Okay, sorry. Hot women already have too much power in this world. <laughs> And now we're giving them money too. And they vote like fucking idiots. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's the taxes. Yeah, they'll be for lower taxes though. No, they're not. Because they love the environment and they want free healthcare and free abortions and shit like that. So they're going to pay more tax. And remember, the doctors only work two or three days a week as well. well. Why would you become a doctor when you could just, if you're a hot woman, if you could just have sex on camera... For $100,000 a month. And earn more than the doctors. Yeah. Yeah. These are good questions, Church. These are good questions. Um, I've got another article for you. Please. A company called Meta is suing Meta. Yes! For naming itself Meta. It's Meta's all the way down. I was going to say, is this a joke? Like a Meta joke? (laughs) (laughs) No. When Facebook changed its name to Meta... There were few concerns that a company was planning to dominate the nascent metaverse, but there's one aggrieved party. Uh, an installation art company called Meta announced Tuesday that it will be suing Meta, the Facebook, for trademark violation. Does Facebook even have a leg to stand on? No, I've got no fucking idea. I don't know how much trademark. I, I don't know how these trademarks work. Or there'll be or- a cash settlement, I'm sure. Um, or a license agreement. Yeah. Why Which, would you not sell out to Meta? Cause you can, no, because you could fucking license it out to them forever. Mm. That's called... That's fucking passive income. That mm. was like back in the day. I don't know if you ever knew about this. Back in the day when um, websites were like dirt cheap. Yeah. And pe- people would just buy them and hope other companies would want to buy it off them. Like Microsoft or... or well, the biggest one yeah. in Australia was www.afl.com.au. Wow. And this woman just bought it for like five bucks. Yeah. And when the AFL decided, oh, we should buy a website, and they're like, oh, shit, the website we want is owned by this woman. She sold it for like a million bucks. Oh, smart. Yeah. But she could have just licensed it to them for $100,000 a year. I, I would take a million. Just take a meal? I would take the meal. Yeah. I could do a lot. You could do a lot with the meal. $100,000 a year? Uh, you could do a lot with 100000 but I could do a lot more with that meal. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But a million's a one-off. After 10 years, $100,000 a year. Yeah, but a million in the bank earning 
well, a million investors earning 10% is $100,000 a year, Turch. Aha. Aha. Nah, you gotta, you gotta spend money to make money. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, uh, what else you got for us? Uh, do you like Weird Al? Weird Al Yankovic? Like, oh, uh, does the parody songs? Uh, who, no. Okay. You, don't know, you don't know who Weird Al is? <laughs> oh, oh my god! That's, that's one of the things Jess and I, why we're married, is <laughs> Simpsons and Weird Al. I've seen him live, he's a fucking amazing. Uh-huh. I'm sure he's done like uh, Amish Paradise, White and Nerdy. Oh, another one rides the bus. Genius in France. My baby's loving with Eddie. Oh my god! Have you played Weird Al to me before? He, he's been playing. He's been doing parody songs since the 1970s. Uh huh. <laughs> just, just message me. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, you need you need to on your drive home, you need to listen to Weird Al. Weird Al. He's okay. the greatest person in music, right? Yeah. He's seventy something years old. Uh-huh. And he's been parodying songs since the nineteen seventies. Like he's parodied like Michael Jackson. He's parodied like Paul McCartney, like Beatles songs. He's parodied and he plays pokers. As well, like piano accordion and stuff. Oh. He's parried The Doors. He's parried, like, Lady Gaga, Nirvana, and everyone in between. And he's one of the nicest people in music. Mm. And apparently, like, this is a real story that Weedal tells. He goes, I went to a big music thing, like MTV Awards sort of stuff, and I was there with everyone, and he loves the Beatles. Everyone loves the Beatles. And he saw Paul McCartney there. He's, oh, I really want to talk to Paul McCartney. I don't know how to talk to him. Like I'm a, like a nobody in the music scene, this and that. And then Paul McCartney brings David Bowie over and goes, "Look, it's Weird Al. That's how big Weird Al is to everybody in the music industry." Wow. Like he's like, "Woo!" Like you know, the uh, amazing. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, he's also like he does parody songs of big hits. Yeah, but they're beautiful. Like you can get your like ten year old to listen to them. Or five year old to listen to them because they're clean lyrics. Can can we listen to a little bit of Weird Al? Well, well after, okay. after. All right, right? All right, all right. Anyway, so he's he's done this another sellout show, right in Madison, and this woman Linda has gone to the show and she goes, "No, it's sexist." Oh, she was like a Karen. Um, where was it? Uh. Three, I couldn't help but feeling that culturally we, as a nation, have crossed some kind of line recently. One of mass shootings at another, or of the Charlottesville Unite the Right rally on June 16th, this and that. Uh, last night, I was sitting in the audience with the shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde uh, and High- uh, Highland Park all within the last two months, and I kept noticing how many times a Weird Al song sentence, uh, centers around the extreme anger and resentment of a young man. Sure, it can be written off as all good fun when the speaker in My Baby's in Love with Eddie Vedder suggests he's going to start stalking Alanis Morissette to get back at his girlfriend for having a fan crush on Pearl Jam singer. Uh, but it's a lot harder to dismiss Melanie, a song about a guy who's spying on a woman through her window and wondering why she won't go out with him. Is it funny that he gave a mohawk to her cat? Or maybe it was 1988 when it was released, but how about playing the same concert, Close But No Cigar, about a, a song about a guy who rejects a series of girlfriends for minor infractions like misusing a word. 
There are plenty of pop songs about guys doing uh, bad, stalky stuff. From the Beatles' absurdly cheers Maxwell's Silver Hammer to Warren Zevon's blithe, excitable boys, what gave me a pause about Weird Al Settlers was how frequently these themes came up in songs and come on about full, heavy metal furor. Sometimes it is like an overwhelming feeling of the narrator of the song feeling left behind. Like in Lame Claim to Fame, a fun, Lame Claim to Fame, sorry, a fun sing-along on one level that is perfectly keeping with Weird Al's nerdy persona, but in today's fraught political climate, it starts to feel more anonymous. Put in the set, same set list with good old days in which the narrator remembers when life was so much simpler, when he killed the lady uh, kindly gross and set fire to the store, as well as, I guess, torturing his girlfriend and leaving her to die in the desert, but that pattern of resentment becomes even more troubling. Are these really the, uh, the critiques of our culture? Could the case be made, but I don't know if Yankovic makes uh, sense in the times like now. So all these songs, and anyone, everyone that's listening to this who knows Weird Al is like, this woman is so projecting, reading into things that do not exist. They're funny, like, joke songs. Yeah. Weird Al is the great, one of the greatest human beings that we have. Like, he's like a... So she's missing the satire of it. All the jokes, yeah. just jokes, simple, simple jokes. Like in the, uh, the, the uh, why, why is there an essay? Oh, because I think this it's rambling I, essay. I really think that people go to university these days, especially with like journalism. Like I just, stuff. I just go. That's just rambling nonsense. I, I Get to your point. I think people go to university these days yeah. and think that I'm really well educated. So I mu- my points must be valid. Mm-hmm. And when they get jobs in, as as a journalist, they're suddenly read by hundreds of thousands of people. So they're like, oh, well, my points must be valid because I'm like, people read my stuff. Uh, I've got a place. And so when they put stuff out like this, and pe- normal people read it who go, no, I'm I'm you know, look, I'm university. You're a university educator. I'm university educator. My brother is. My mum is. You know. Um, Hundreds of people, thousands of people who go to see Weedell every year are probably really well educated. To mm-hmm. like, you know, he's got like a degree in compute, like data analytics or computer science. Like he right. was, he got it when he was like eighteen. Like he's a genius. Okay, he's one of these smart, geniuses. really smart, but really funny. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, he, she's probably he, he's probably way more educated than she is, but because she has this platform to write about it. She can write these things that obviously are projected. So she's thinking, oh, he's saying that, you know, he's going to stalk Alanis Morissette. That must, you know, that's the same. Uh, that brings up ideas in my head of the school shootings. It's like, whoa, whoa, how, did, how the fuck does your brain have that co- uh, correlation, causation correlation? Causation correlation. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Church, a very simple way to respond to this. She's fucked up. She cray cray. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Here's another one. Like it's the same for these ones here. Scientists find this is about correlation causation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scientists find link between wolf attacks and far right politics. <laughs> 
The reintroduction of wolves to Germany has been accompanied by electoral gains for far-right parties. So wolves hold a special place in human imagination and dead pre-order. Um, so they basically just got like, introduced wolves to certain areas of Germany again. Uh-huh. And suddenly more people are voting right-wing. So, well, there you go. Wolves make right... What the fuck? You are the worst scientist in the world. I, I mean, if they introduced those wolves like five or ten years earlier, it would have been linked to, to left-wing politics. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. Because <laughs> they don't look... They're only looking for stupid things. Like, you know, have you, have you seen that thing of like um, number of school shootings and number of films Nicolas Cage does in a year? And you're yeah. like, I don't think they're linked. That's almost a perfect correlation as well, <laughs> which is which is just like very scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that one is, is yeah. Oh, uh, I still can't believe you haven't listened to Weird Al. I, I have never heard of it. You would you fucking played, love have you Weird Al. played Weird Al at Phillip Island? Probably. Okay, so then I probably have listened to Weird Al. It's hard to say that you've listened to Weird Al because like, he covers like t- Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Uh-huh. But it's just the song Smells Like Teen Spirit, but the lyrics are funny. Yeah. You know? See, I don't really listen to lyrics. I just Yeah, you, go, you're like, still like Weird Al. Okay, because I sort of hear like the tune. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a nice tune. And then... You know, I wonder what's over there and what I'm, you know. I can't even talk to you right now about, like, you know. <laughs> You're so angry oh, I'm so angry. Do you have any more news? I, I'm done. I, I got one more. Okay. Okay. Cool. This is a conspiracy theory. Excellent. Over the past three months. Yeah. Three to six months. 20 plus food facilities have burnt down in the US. Uh-huh. There's a big list of them. Yeah. Uh, the Van Duren Farms uh, in uh, Moments. Yeah. Illinois. 80,000 square foot place, gone. Uh, the Car uh, Cargill Nutria Feed Mill in uh, the LA, Los Angeles, Louisiana, gone. 14, uh, 140,000 ton of livestock stuff. Well, no wonder why food prices are going up, too. Well, there's this whole conspiracy that they're like people are purposely burning things down. Oh, they're in a scheme. In a scheme. Because like, there's scheme. so many, and it's all across America. So, Turch, if I had a farm factory, and you had a farm factory, and and, and the, the, no, the wor- maybe the, I burn mine and, down. And this is why, this is why the, the conspiracy is happening, because in all of these 20-plus incidences, uh-huh. nobody got hurt. Uh-huh. Like, you think if there was a fire uh-huh. in tw- play, big workplaces. Workplaces, yeah. You think yeah, yeah, one yeah. person would at least... Get hurt. We'll get, yeah. No injuries. No injuries. No injuries. No injuries. Nothing. So, Turch, what we need to do is open up some kind of major factory. You open one, I open one. Yeah. We'll just- and then we coheats with... Coheats? Cahoots? In cahoots. In cahoots with one another. <laughs> And you so know, what you're saying we is price the market. What saying is I'm it? pretty sure this isn't illegal. I'm pretty sure this is insurance fraud. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll register them in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, yeah. So the bird is like we have a bird as the like as the, the leader, Mont- like the Monty Verns <laughs> and peanuts. We have peanut leaders. <laughs> At least we'll get two guys to push it up there with their nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm done, Kieran. I think we're going to wrap this bad boy up. We've done so much today. <laughs> Complained about 
QR codes. Oh. We've, pushed, we've pushed a peanut butter on a hill. Did I tell you this? I was at dinner with my, with my old man a couple of weeks ago in a restaurant that made us QR code. We were the only people in the restaurant. We asked for menus. There were no menus and we walked out. That's good. I'm yeah. very proud of you. Well, we talked about QR codes. We t- pushed a peanut out of a hill and you haven't listened to Weird Al. And ladies and gentlemen, for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Hey, on Spotify, give us a uh, give us a five-star review, eh? And then shit all over us in the comments. I don't think you can't shit on us on the comments in Spotify, but you can give us a five-star review. I, I think we've got over 10 already. Woo! Let's go for 20. <laughs> And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, some death threats, some rants, record it on your phone and email us. And we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, so, thank you so much for being in the studio. Thank you very much for having me. And we'll see you next Thursday. Woo! Time for titties. You haven't listened to Weird Al! <laughs> Play me Weird Al! Oh, God. I, I am... Oh, I am so upset. <laughs> you have no fucking idea. Rant about it next week. Yeah.